John Capri, and welcome to episode 39 of a brand new rebooted We the Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes every Monday. And I know what you're thinking, it's the end of Monday, but I still got it. We're still here on Monday, I'm so sorry this is late, but it's been a crazy weekend. Thank you so much for being here, thank you for subscribing, thank you for knowing Josh Stapleton, that this is supposed to come out Monday morning. So thank you for calling me out on that. That actually, it, uh, I know that you don't mean it as a nag. I didn't take it as a nag. I definitely am looking at the positive of somebody looking at their phone as they wake up. They're, they're wiping the, the, the sleep out of their eyes and they're like, man, all I need to do is just look at my phone and we the gamer cast will just download automatically. And you, and then the panic that comes in when it doesn't, what's wrong? Something's wrong. It's always there. Why isn't it there? I won't bore you with the details because they're boring, but uh, I'm really sorry, guys. I, I dropped the ball on that. And for that, I apologize. I want to make sure that this comes out on Monday. So it is 7.39. I'm recording this right now. It's on Monday. I'm going to wrap this up as soon as I'm done talking to you. This You could be listening to this with the least amount of time between me talking and the words going in your ears. This is kind of like, I imagine... When the, when the telephone was first invented, and when you had the little the soup cans that were connected by, by, by string, it's probably kind of like that. So even as, as advanced as podcasting is, we're paying homage. Is that it? How you say it? Homage? We're paying homage? Homage? Are we paying homage to it? Let me know. Tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. If it's homage, 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 Omiage, or if you even want to be part of the show. That's really why you should tweet me. Um, you, let me know if you want to be part of the show. Danielle Crowder, we're going to figure something out. Josh Stapleton, we're going to work something out. Zach Erickson, these are people you can expect to be coming to your ears very soon. And if you're one of those people, then that's a strange thing to think about. We're going to be really quick. This is, uh, well, I don't know. I always say that and then I ramble on forever, but uh, I, I really have no timetable here. Whenever I'm done this, I'm going to paint. So this is way better than what's on the other end of this. So I'm going to enjoy this. I hope you're enjoying it too. I hope you're enjoying me not painting. This is way, way better. I had a great weekend though. I will tell you about one thing that happened this weekend because it's video game related. I, I met up with the Nintendo Dads. Of course, the, the Alberta, the Alberta channel, or the Alberta family of Nintendo dads, Zach Erickson, Justin Masson. Justin was up from Lethbridge and, and we all went out, met in person some strangers from the internet. And, uh, man, that was pretty much the best night out I've had in a long, long time. We went and we hung out at a place called the Tabletop Cafe, which, um, I don't know if this is a thing that happens anywhere else, but you should definitely Google this. If this is a thing in your town or city or wherever, you need to check this out because we paid $5 to just be there. We had some, we had a couple good burritos, had a diet Pepsi, had some sweet hangs in person, and we played board games all night. Like you pay five bucks, you can hang out for as long as you want. They've got every board game you could ever imagine and then a thousand more. Things you'd never heard of, things that the games that you remember from your childhood, they're all up in there. I'm sure there's some sort of organization. I couldn't figure it out because I was just, my jaw was on the ground with all of these games. And I just, I may have discovered my next ridiculously expensive hobby and collect, like my wife and I have always been saying we want to get into more board games. We love this board game. 
thing. We play a lot of Settlers of Catan with the family. That's kind of our go-to. There's a, there's a, a bunch of our friends who play Settlers of Catan. Um, but that's really the only one. It's kind of like, okay, board game night, outcome Settlers. This is incredible. It's going to the Tabletop Cafe because it's kind of like going to like your GameStop or your EB Games and you talk to the people there and they they are, they have encyclopedic knowledge of board games. And that's exactly what I need because I only have, like, I know the basics, the game of life. What's up, James? Um, Monopoly, Clue. There's an old one called Hero Quest that we used to play. Um, Matt Foti, neighbor Matt, you would know this one. Volcano Island, something like that. Oh man, I, that's not, that's not what it's called. Anyway, there's a game with like this really great board and the Fireball Island. That's the one. I was going to say, it's like you're on an island and you shoot fireball. <laughs> it's like that movie Speed or the bus that couldn't slow down. Man, I really don't want to go paint. I really don't want to paint. But it's going to look so good. Antonio and I talked about it last week. What's up, Antonio? This thing, when I am done painting, I will have full access. Well, my wife can like make money with her whole like photography studio, and that's that's really exciting. But I'm excited to have neighbor Matt over. We're going to do some green screen stuff because we're going to have a huge backdrop. We can stand, we can do our own weather cast. We can recreate like that sexy Mexican weather, weather channel lady who, 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 who's got the dress and we're going to get neighbor Matt in a, in a Mexican, like, like a cocktail dress. I don't know why I'm just making stuff up now, but that's why I'm excited to paint. But I'm also excited about this tabletop cafe. Wouldn't that be sweet if I like worked in? A nice little live read of some advertisement right there because I, you know what else I'm excited about? I'm excited about this, this product that pays for this show. That would be nice. Like the Tabletop Cafe. No, they're not really a, they're not really a sponsor. But anyways, we played a game called Pandemic. It was awesome. We worked as a team and it's like this, it's like Outbreak, you know, the movie with the monkey and, and Morgan Freeman. It's kind of like that, except not really at all like it, but, uh, it's just, awesome and and i played one game of this and i'm already looking to all the different expansions i gotta try this out i kind of wish there was a video game version of it but i suppose that defeats the whole purpose we also played a game called king of tokyo and um that's exactly what our brains needed pandemic is is pretty intense it involves a lot of brain power and we burned a lot of calories playing that one then we played King of Tokyo, and it's a total palate cleanser. It is hilarious. You roll the dice. It's kind of like Yahtzee, and you can have different combinations. You, the, the, the die have hearts on them for you to regain health. The die have hits, so you can punch the other monster. King of Tokyo, of course, is a whole bunch of kind of like Godzilla-like monsters. Very, very basic, but I love it. I can't wait to play more, so I'm going to find whatever excuse I can to grab people. Maybe my real-life friends, maybe a little old lady. I might grab a... a I'll tell her... First, listen to We the Gamer Cast, of course. But then we'll 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 go hang out at the tabletop cafe. I think that sounds nice. But enough about that. I gotta give a big thank you to Lee Navarro from Nerd Overdrive. He left me a very wonderful review. And I have to decide what kind of gluten free sandwich I'm gonna eat and what comic book I will read. Because that's what I promise. That is what I promise. If you do a review, send me a screenshot because I cannot see many of the American reviews. I can only see the Canadian reviews. I've heard there's a way around this, but I also heard it's not foolproof. The foolproof way to let me know how your review is stated, how many stars, send me a screenshot. Okay, here we go. Lee Navarro, great show, but even greater host. 
See what you did there, Lee. I thought it was going to, the butt, I thought it was going to go down, but we went up. He says, a terrific alternative to the standard news and talking point podcasts that are prevalent throughout the podcast world. However, in truth, what sets it apart is an absolutely amazing host who is charming, charismatic, yet down to earth and just so much fun. He creates an atmosphere that makes it easy for guests to just sit back and relax as you just have a conversation. It's like Sean Capri is your best friend. And you're just having a conversation for the first time in a long time over a couple beers. Right now, I'm actually, so this is not what he says as a side. I'm drinking a root beer right now. So close enough. I haven't had a beer in 19 months or something like that. He continues, thank you for this wonderful listen on a weekly basis. Hashtag rise above. I just love me some Lee Navarro and their energy drink filled dubstep laden Phoenix Overdrive. That's the team for the podcast, Nerd Overdrive. Thank you so much. That, what can I say, makes me blush a little bit. I'm still not painting, guys. And you know what else? No, I wish I had him. I really would love to have a little live read in there because it's just like, and you know what else? Here it is. Something that pays the bills. Nothing paying the bills just yet. And for that reason, I go to the library to rent video games for free. Because <laughs> nobody's paying for this podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheap out. I know they're luring me in with this whole video game thing. They're just like, come on in. Come into the library. We, we have video games. We also have books. They're right over there. But we have that, we have video games. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know you have books. Where are the, where are the games at? So I go to the library. I've got Rainbow Six Siege. I've got Overwatch and Far Cry Primal all at once. I can only imagine, like, I can't, I can't buy all these things at once. There's no time. I barely have time to, to play these. I played about an hour of Overwatch and, which is about half as much time, maybe even less than that, uh, that I put into Battleborn. I really, really gave Battleborn a shot. And the thing is, with Overwatch, the second that I boot this thing up, there's just so much polish here. I mean, it's, it's already been said. I, I won't go too much into this because you've, you've all heard it before. I can't wait to play more Overwatch. This is the game that, is occupying my mind space. I can't wait to go back. I usually steer clear of these multiplayer games, these games with no ending. Um, for some reason, they they make me freak out a little bit. There's no conclusion. This is something that I could play until 2020. Like the ABC show, 2020? Was that the show? Um, the game that does have an end that I actually want to get back to, I enjoyed my first couple hours with it, was Far Cry Primal. This is, I'm late on this one. I, uh, I've i been meaning... <laughs> this is how my, how my backlog goes. I've been meaning to get back to Far Cry 3 that I never started, but it's still it's on my shelf. And uh, the reason I wanted to do that is because I wanted to get over to Far Cry 4. So, yeah, I have a bit of a bit of a problem with that. I used to write an, uh, a feature series called Diaries of a Backlog Gamer and that was where I, I dove back into my into my backlog played games that I always meant to do and it, it sort of gave me a, a reason and a purpose to, to get back to those games and what I found was not only was going back to those games keeping me from playing the latest games but, but writing about them <laughs> didn't speed things up either so while it was all purposeful it didn't, didn't really speed things up at all, but I had a really great time doing it. I, I it was I was doing things like um, I played Skyward Sword with that one. I I played Dishonored, nice and late to the game on that. Outside of the hype, so it was, maybe I'll get back to that one day. Let me know, guys, if if you would like me to do some more retrospective. I would also need a new name because unfortunately that was for a different site, lovely site called Vexoid. Well, at the time it was 16bitkings.com. 
They've since rebranded to Vexoid. What's up, guys? I don't know if you're listening, but what's up anyways? So that's what I've got for library goodness. I'm going to dive into Rainbow Six Siege at some point, but I've got that over the next couple weeks. I'd love to play me some Rainbow Six Siege. Those are all on the Xbox One. And this is my weekly reminder that I am my, my, the Xbox is, is going to be my future, is my, my console of choice, even for third party. And it is solely because I have been able to, Xbox allows me to, to attach an external hard drive. I cannot do that with PlayStation. And I understand how to take a hard drive out of a console and put in a new one. I just did the same thing on Chelsea's computer. I put in a new hard drive just the other day. I've built a computer from scratch. I know how to do this stuff. It's a pain in the ass. I'm not doing it on console. That's the end of it. I just played Pac-Man 256. I played for a couple hours. We'll get to that at the end of the show. I'm excited to get back to Metal Gear Solid 5, which I'll also talk about maybe at the end of the show, because I'm going to record that right after I, I yell about Joey Ferris in a second here. Excited to do that. My guest, Joey Ferris, he returns... He is officially the first person to come back and get an official number two next to his name. We've had a couple of repeats, even some three-peats uh, with our E3 episode. But this is a true two-peat. <laughs> Joey Ferris, he just went to E3. I wanted to talk to him all about it. So here he is. Joey Ferris number two. <laughs> I want to start with, like, I want, we'll get to E3 itself, but I want to start with the journey of Joey Ferris as a younger lad. Like, where does, where does, like, E3 start with you? Like, you've talked a lot about how this has been, like, your dream to go. Like, when did you start watching E3, like, at all, or, or more seriously? Like, when did it become a, a big thing to you? Like, uh, I remember, like, when I really started watching E3 was 2010. Uh, because this before then, E3 always came around school time still. I was still mm-hmm. going to school, and E3 started at the beginning of June, less than, like, mid-June, than like it does now. So, but even then, I still kept up with all the E3 announcements and stuff. I would be like, oh, it's E3, let's see what they announced. Then it's like, oh, cool, new Metroid game. It was Other M, so not good. But, <laughs> even, <laughs> but even then... Uh, it was 2010 when I started watching the press conferences on my iMac, and it was just me. And then started next year, I just made it an annual thing to watch it with my friends. Yeah, it was like the Super Bowl to us. We would just we would just sit there, get hyped, eat some junk food, get more hyped, and oh hype, hype, hype. Yes, that's how, that like best. that just brings me right back to you. And I I've like built E3 up completely way too much in my head because ultimately i end up being like somewhat disappointed like a spoiled brat that i am exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> so where does it start to like okay i actually want to go to e3 like i uh, like when did you even realize because to me like it didn't even dawn on me that i could go like there would be an opportunity for people outside of like ign and GameSpot mm-hmm. things like that to actually attend 
Uh, well, when I turned 17, because that's the age you have to be. You're a and... forward-thinking dude, man. There is no way I was thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. And so, but that's when I also realized, oh, shit, I have to, like, build up more of an audience if I want to go sure. on my channel. And I'm just, that was, like, one of the goals is to build up enough people to go to such an event. And there was a time last year when I tried to do that with my, um, with my SAC Anime credentials. SAC Anime is the local convention that I do videos for. So I'm like, oh, okay, that has a big following. I could probably do that. We get a lot of traffic on our website, right? Uh, that didn't work out at all, but which is fine. <laughs> Bit of a stretch yeah. for the E3 folks. Exactly. They were like, ah, no. So I was like, ah, crap. You're like, but so, Persona, Shin Megami Tensei, there's connections, exactly, come on. Exactly. Even then, SAC Anime is not purely anime. We're just, we just call it that. But, oh, yeah. so nice. Yeah. But even then, there's Dragon Persona, Ball games? Exactly. <laughs> and, but, then it was, but then it was like, oh, hey, now I'm writing for Nerd Reactor. I can get in. <laughs> nice. And then that was pretty much just like the goal. That, that yeah, that wrote itself too. They were just then my editor in chief was like, All right, who's interested in going to E three? Send me pictures of your ID. Okay, you're in and I'm like Damn. I can uh, this is Wait, send you pictures oh, of your okay. ID? That's so like not secure. <laughs> totally not, right? But it was like I emailed my editor in chief and it was just only him that could see it. So Fair. So, like in case something happens, I know who to who to if go it to. Going to E three, like yes, here it is. Here's my social exactly. security number, <laughs> all my my stuff. birth date, everything. <laughs> so like for me, like I I'm sort of, I think the idea of E three would be incredible, but I'm so old and crusty. Like I start to think I I I get kind of deterred from it by thinking about the lines and. Like the crowds and everything. Like I've been to That's New York Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con, and I can only imagine like actually trying to achieve something throughout those crowds. So, like, was that something that was a concern for you going in, or was it something that came up while you were while you were there at E three this year? Like, what what are the crowds like? I can only imagine that trying to cover stuff there is ridiculous. Crowds are friggin' awful. Oh no. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm going to be honest with you. My whole week there, I played about six or seven games. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I kind of regret, like, not even trying on some ends. Like, I didn't. I wanted to play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Of course. Didn't even know that there was a booth for it because Sony, like, hit it really well. Because there's this thing where you download an app and make your own appointment. And sure enough, but when I knew about that, it was too late. So sure. I was like, "God damn it!" I blame so, Nerd Reactor. Blame them. They should, they should have told you. What, exactly. What's going on here? Were you the only one from Nerd Reactor that went? No, absolutely not. There was about six or seven other people there. Oh, nice. Yes. So you guys had like not. a little crew that you could come back to and say, "Like, what did you guys see? What did what did you all do?" Uh, it's just more like. Uh, Go out on your own, every man for himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep running. Exactly. <laughs> Save yourself. Seriously, my first stop was a Zelda booth, of course. Of course, yeah. I saw yes. a video of like the crowd. Were you in? Were you in kind of like that first in the morning? I actually, rush? wasn't. Um, and it, I think they recorded the day three crowd, and I wasn't even there. Like when the doors opened, because I was like, ah, I've already done most of my share of playing Zelda, so I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> how much? So, how much did you get to play? Let's talk about Zelda for a second. How did you like get your? You must have booked an appointment. You like everything nope. was arranged, or you're waiting in line forever. Waiting in line like everyone else. Nerdy nice. actor was just like everyone else there. We got we had a few appointments 
for a couple a couple of big games, but nothing nothing too gigantic like a. Like, not like Nintendo's have, only game. <laughs> yeah, that was not like exactly not like Nintendo's only game. Fun story. Uh, my friend uh, in our director, also the managing director, uh, Chris Del Castillo. He was he tried to get us something, get us some appointment uh, at the, the Zelda booth, but the fucking Fine Bros took it. Oh God! <laughs> the Fine Bros just came in with their damn camera crews. Yeah. And we're just like, all right, guys, let's play this other game. Let's go react to it because we're the only guys who can react to it because we own React. I want to, I want to make a lawsuit joke, but yeah, I think that'll yes. suffice. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I was like, oh, another reason to hate the Fine Bros. Great. Ah, you yeah, know? they they've personally yeah. wronged you now. Yes, exactly. I have a personal vendetta against them. They don't yeah. even know it. They don't even know I exist. Now I'm gonna prove they're gonna. Well, we'll pretend that they don't exist. Whatever. Yes, exactly. Fire in my heart just now. <sighs> yeah, but so you're Zelda, like, you know, like, how long are you waiting? Like, for and for how long of a gameplay did you get? Like, what's that balance okay. like? I waited an hour in line, which isn't too bad. Not horrible. Not horrible, exactly. No, mm-hmm. you know, an hour is not that horrible. This yep. is E3 we're talking about. I've waited at least an hour in line for like Hallmark Collector's Edition, uh, like Christmas ornaments for my dad. Like, I think we waited nice. like two and a half hours for like. These pretty sweet New York Comic Con exclusives, but so yeah, that's that's fine. But that's also where you get sick because you're you're like definitely going to be sitting next to a guy wiping his nose with his forearm and just like yes. all snotty and everything. You're always going. Thankfully, it wasn't too bad. But that's, uh, it was an it was hour neat. late. How mm-hmm. long did they let you play? Because they had different forty demos. minutes. Nice, like thirty-five to forty minutes, something like that. I think it was thirty-five minutes exactly because. Uh, there was two different demos, but first things first, I was in line vlogging for a bit for my for the other channel that I work for, Commonwealth Realm, because uh, uh, we do Zelda theories and NX theories and stuff. Nice. For now, we're trying to branch out because you know when the NX and Zelda comes out, what what else are we gonna do? Just and keep so, going. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. I was in line saying, "Guys, we're going to play Zelda: Breath of Wind," and I'm like, "Dang it, it's not Breath of Wind." I kept yeah. saying Breath of Wind all damn day. <laughs> <laughs> I like Alan was calling it the the breast of the wild. That was <laughs> yes, something like that. The breast of wind. Yeah, let's just not ah, even yes. try it. Let's just go over yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh yes, we're we're about to play it." And the first thing you do, you wait in line to get to enter in, and the entrance looks like one of the shrines in the game. So it's oh, really. Nice. And then you enter, and it looks like some sci-fi from the movie Alien shit going in, because the game's a lot more technological. And then there's this actress, and like the 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 booth babes there wore um wore like the Link tunic, okay. like the blue one. So yeah. it was really neat. There, but the guys didn't get to wear any of that cool stuff. And I'm like, oh, I dang. turned on to this. Wait, is Link a woman? Wait, what's happening Wait, here? What is this? And she's like, Welcome to Zelda: Breath of the Wild. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna show you guys the video, guys. And so then they show us an extended trailer showing off more gameplay, kind of like subtly showing us how to play. And so the first 15 minute demo I got to play was. Was all free roam. You unlocked some items like the uh, the glider. Nice. It used to be the sailcloth, but they were like, nah, let's make it a glider, guys. Let's make it a glider. Sailcloth was kind of wimpy. I always felt like I was like parachuting with like my my adult diaper, like, it was just, <laughs> or my like old man handkerchief. Just <laughs> I'm either gonna blow my nose with this thing repeatedly, shove it back in my pocket, or jump off a cliff with it. It didn't make any sense. So I like the glider. It looks more purposeful. Like that's what that thing was built for. Yeah, and then. 
So you only got to explore like one to two percent of the entire map. Holy and it was cow! A, it was a big chunk of the map. It was probably they kept saying like, just so you know, this map area is probably about as big as Twilight Princess. Oh my gosh! Yes. But there's no like corridors, and you and I talked about this on uh, episode twenty when you were on about yeah. Twilight Princess and like how empty it was and how devoid of really any creatures or life or anything. And I know this demo that was specially created for E3. They took out some of the villages and some of the towns and stuff. So mm. not to spoil anything for anybody. Did you yeah. get a sense that we're we're sort of past that concern that we had with Twilight Princess? Is this going to be a new world for us to explore and it's going to be exciting, or are we just going to be seeing like planes of nothing or are you still a little worried listen this is a whole new world a new fantastic point of view for you and me <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's it's something else like uh there are some empty parts but what open world game doesn't have those sure. let's be real and it's like and it's like when people say um when people are like stunned by the map size it's not just because no other game has done that. Like, let's face it, this Zelda does not bring anything new to, like, a gaming sense. Right. Like, these are all elements that were in other games, but the fact that they're in a Zelda game is what's incredible to right. me. And it's... And it, for, to answer your question about the emptiness, I don't think it's going to be like that. Like, um... Like, of course, it was devoid of some, of some life in some areas, sure. too. But then it was like, well, all of a sudden you go down into a pit and, oh, hey, what's happening? The rocks are forming. Now I got to fight a boss. <laughs> what? Just out of nowhere. Fuck. Yeah. Yes, just out of nowhere. Like, there's two different bosses. You can fight a guardian mm-hmm. that was in the, the very first trailer of the Zelda of uh, Breath of the Wild. Now, now, it used to be known as Zelda U. I'm so glad we don't have to call it Zelda U anymore. No this kidding. Is- yes. Two we can years. just say Botwa, I think. Botwa. Just when you pronounce like an acronym, yeah. yeah Zelda Botwa. Zelda and, Botwa. <laughs> yes. And so we're trying to fight a stone golem. I forget what it's called, but they, it's not called a stone golem. They call it something else. I don't care. But then uh, the, the I didn't get to uh, to fight that boss. Never ran into it. I was more like fighting these bacoblins, and all of a sudden, you know how you can do a backflip to back away from foes. Yep. Do the backflip in the game. All of a sudden, time slows down. What? Like, like the Matrix? Like, like the Matrix. And then it says keep pressing Y to do like some some combo move. And it's just like ah, <laughs> And I'm just like why leaks a fucking badass. Oh man, I'm picturing kind of like the backflip turning into Guile's flash kick. Like you press down and then up and kick and he does like this yes. slow motion, like whoosh right in the jaw. It's so sick, dude. Oh my god. Oh, How so, like, how much time are you anticipating putting into this game when it finally... Like, is this a 200-hour game? Just a, like, so much. Yeah. Like, maybe 200 hours. That, that's terrifying. Uh, or just go straight to the final boss. Or you could, but you would prob- you're probably going to die multiple times. Oh, sure. But, yes, because <laughs> you're... You're just a shirtless little baby, baby boy Link as soon as you get out of that, that revival chamber. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's get to the story. What the flipping hell is going on there? <laughs> like, like, this is great because the game automatically throws you into the action. Mm. Little to no tutorials. Nothing. No two-hour tutorials. Did no. they tell you that's the way that the game will start? This is the beginning of the game. So, the, Oh, okay. Nice. 
the second part of the demo was basically the beginning of the game. So the first thing here in the second part is, wake up, Link. And I'm just thinking, thank God we have voice acting now. Yep. Thank God. The whole thank world you, did that when that trailer was revealed. Like, you could almost hear just this echo bounce off the stratosphere. Just like, <laughs> everybody, thank God. This is, oh, it sounded great, too. Yes. So that's the, the beginning of the game. Uh-huh, yeah, she's... She's like, wake up, Link. It's this female voice. People are like, it's Zelda. And I'm like, that feels a little too obvious. But yeah, let's go on. And then, <laughs> and so, did you wake up in this revival chamber like you've been frozen for a hundred years or something. You've been asleep for a hundred years in this tub of water something. And I'm like, what? Didn't we just do that this- in Doom? Exactly. Like, <laughs> what, what the hell? This is really weird for a Zelda game. Then you get the Sheikah slate. And then it's like this 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 place is so sci-fi ish, and I'm like, what the hell? This is I can't. This is all in a Zelda game. And then you get like, you get some, you get a shirt, you get a something else. I think you get a new pair of pants because you're not fully naked. You're just wearing like some some bootsy pants or something. <laughs> and then and, and then all of a sudden you just run out into the world, and then you look at the cliffside, and then Breath of the Wild, and then it's like. You see this old man that's like kind of your objective mark, but it's like, hey, go nuts. I'm like, oh, oh, this is everything I've ever wanted. Who's beside you at this point? Like when you're playing, like, are you by yourself? Is there somebody from Nintendo? Do you have anybody next to you? There's somebody from Nintendo there. One of the one of the booth babes I was talking about. Oh, okay. She was telling you what to do. And then I turned to her and I'm like, oh, my God, voice acting. Yes. Was she how was she by that point? Like I when I went to Comic-Con, they had like Nintendo had a uh, they rent out a space in a hotel just kind of like across the street the way that they do. They didn't want to be apparently part of it. So they're they're um, outside of the con. You could get in even without a pass. And that's when Mario Maker was huge. That's when they, mm-hmm. they had like giant lineups for people to just try these insane levels. And on the first day. The girls there were like super excited. They're like high fiving everybody, like "Welcome to Nintendo! This is Mario Maker. This is great!" And by like, we kept hanging out there because it was honestly one of the best parts of San Diego Comic Con for me. Yeah. I like I like the games a lot more than the than the comics. Uh, sue me. But <laughs> by the by the third day, they're just wiped. They're like, "This is Mario Maker. Yes, you can change your costumes, and yes, you can blah blah." Like they're just totally out of it. So I'm like, were they Man. enthusiastic? Were they feeding off of? Surely, like Since the energy this in the was room. Like, this was like the first day, oh, right? Man. And we're talking, they knew information just as, just when we did. They were finding out stuff oh. just as much as we did, pretty much. And it's like, it's like when the title was revealed, that's when they knew the title. They didn't get like, <laughs> they didn't say it like yesterday. All right, guys, just so you know, don't tell anybody, but it's called, it's called Botwa. And then, but no, they were like, <laughs> They were like, I haven't asked them. They were like, we just found out about this title like uh, two hours ago. Yeah. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> so that probably made like the demo experience even better for you because that you didn't really have anybody saying like, um, do this or do like you. Was it truly like free? Just go find out whatever the heck you can do. Or it was, was there any free? But yeah. for some, but they wanted us to learn one thing when we started the game. They wanted us to know how to cook. exactly because it's like oh snap where are the hearts there are no hearts in this game you have to eat Mm -hmm. i'm like wow that's so no stupid ass heart quest heart piece quests it's great (laughs) i have a question maybe about like the bosses then so 
Like, like before, I guess you could probably jar up some food and then eat it in the middle, like throw it in, yeah. throw like a steak you in it. You can literally pause the game and just... <laughs> Hang on, boss. Hang on, Ganon. I just need it's to... Like, it's, like, it's like every other game, The Witcher or Skyrim, where you just all of a sudden time stops and you have a chance to eat. Sure. Which, yes. <laughs> I'm actually picturing him like taking up a walk and just like starting up a flame, tossing up some yeah. food. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That's yeah, hilarious. And it's also like the bosses don't seem to have any like weaknesses anymore it's just you attack them anywhere kind of like a skyrim or witcher boss interesting it's, it's they're they're more like um they're less about a glowing like weakness spot yeah like and then it's like attack knowing when to attack them and they always have this dumb pre-keyed move where it's like they should know by now that's gonna get them hurt but nope it's all like <laughs> just keep just keep slashing them wherever and we'll see where it goes in the case of the stone golem, though, he had to like throw bombs at it, and nobody realized that at first. I, I even told one of them, the guy I was recording gameplay for the tour, I was like, "Try using your bombs." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, okay." But these are the bombs where you have to press L again in order for them to remote detonate. Yeah, because they're like time shift bombs. And I was like, "Try pressing L." <laughs> Is that where he blew himself up? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, so evil. I love it. Yes. So, like, like, is there a moment when you're playing the game that you kind of realize, I am at E3. Like, does it ever, like, hit you how once in a lifetime this is and make you realize maybe I need to be paying different attention to this? Like, the fact that I'm going to be reporting on this later? Or are you just absorbing everything and that's kind of the way that you talk about it later? Like, what's your note-taking process? How do you how do you take it all in? I absorb it. Yeah. I, was, I just, remember, just play it. remember it for later. When I write down stuff, I still have to write down more E3 articles when we're done here. But man, it's like, it's like I didn't have that. Mo- I unfortunately didn't have that magical moment where I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I didn't like get on my knees and cry. I'm finally because <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, guys. E3 isn't that. Depending on yeah, it's not glamorous. Depending on your outlet, it's not that glamorous. Yeah, it's really not. Uh, and especially when I wanted Nerd Reactor to have their own freaking booth, right? Like GameSpot or IGN. It's like, but no, we're not that big yet. Sure. It's like it's stupid. Just go do whatever the heck you can and exactly. record on it later. Yeah, pray for the best. Nice. So what else did you get around to seeing? Like, uh, the thing that I really want to ask you about is like, just as like a first time, like what did you, what were your expectations and how did how did it sort of like play out? With respect to, like, were you thinking that you're going to get to more games or you're going to have an easier time getting to games? Or, like, what was what was actually being at E3, like, in, compared to what you thought it was going to be beforehand? Were you Man, pretty- I thought I was going to go to, like, press conferences and stuff, but I didn't get to go to a single one. I was upset. <laughs> how do you, so, yeah, like, how do you even go about doing that? I'm sure you've got, like, all these notes for next year. Like, do this, don't do that. Like, what's what's the plan for next year? Plan for next year is to plan my time accordingly. Sure. <laughs> uh, sign up for more appointments because we did get an appointment for Mafia 3. Nice. And I didn't take that opportunity because I was like, oh, man, my friend Jada really wants to do that. So I'll let her do it. Little as I know, I could have gone with her. So I was like, ah, crap. Oh, Mafia no. Oh, yeah. Balls to the wall. Freaking amazing. And I'm just like, damn it. It looks great. But... Oh man, you should have seen the Mafia Three booth. It was nuts. Oh no, kidding! Like, they modeled a whole. They they built like an entire bar in the convention center, and there was a jazz band performing and everything. Oh, nice! 
and it was and they had this somebody's italian mom is like cooking some sauce in the corner exactly <laughs> but this is new orleans new new orleans uh modeled so after french italian so. i don't know french no, italian it's, american it's it's all it, it's you got you got old grandma cooking fried chicken in the back oh it's, okay it's it's new it's 1960s new orleans so there's a lot of it's it's pretty the whole game is pretty much like centered around segregation and stuff because it takes place in that time period and uh and so i didn't get a chance to play that uh mainly my appointments centered around some indie games yeah mostly but i got to play uh let it die suda 51's new game killer seven no more heroes for those who are interested and i even i sat in a hotel room playing that game while the director of the game, the producer, Suda, and the CEO of the company were there. And I got to hear the story of the game uh, translated. So it was one of those interviews. It was really neat hearing like hearing them talk because it's, it's, it's like the interviews I've watched online, like where they're talking in Japanese and then they get translated. So I asked them questions and it was really neat. That is awesome. Was it like were you expecting that sort of involvement at E3, like to to have that kind of access, or were you thinking I would, like, I would have loved that access? Yeah, more of that. That's but like with Nintendo. Hopefully, one year. <sighs> what are you thinking? Better. What are you thinking Nintendo does next year? Like, is this like how are you reading the tea leaves and stuff? How am I reading? The, okay, so like, is this like the start of something beautiful, or is this them kind of this is the closing start of something beautiful? Oh. Oh. And I'm like, I'm definitely going to be back for E3 next year. For me, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, I can tell you that much. Nice. And I'm actually thinking of using my Commonwealth Realm credentials rather than my Nerd Reactor credentials. That way, I can still hang out with my Nerd Reactor friends, and my nerd, they can get more people from Nerd Reactor to go to E3. So I'm going to try that and stuff. So there's there's going to be more of that. And for some reason... Most of the time, YouTubers get get tend to get more access sometimes, mainly because the Nintendo Ambassador program is like a good thing for mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Because because this isn't this isn't the same thing as the Nintendo Creators Network, where right. it's like they won't they'll take they'll take a your, cut. They'll take a cut. This is like Ambassadors. They get the games and. Their chances of getting copyright claimed are a little less likely, but it could still happen. Yeah, who knows? Like the Minecraft crossover. Exactly. (laughs) What the fuck, man? Yeah, I know. Get your shit together. Like, it's 2016. My friend has, like, 25,000 subscribers, and he got his own private demo of Zelda. Holy. I'm just like, I want to fucking kill you. You are so lucky. And, oh, man, I ran into one of the heaters. I think it was Dan Heater, not John Heater. Yeah, I was like, "Dang it!" Because because I was like, "I'm because this morning it was John Heater." Then I remembered it, he had a twin. So yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yes, I was just like, "Hey, can I get a photo?" He was like, "Yeah, sure, man." And he didn't even say anything like, "Oh, I'm not John. I'm his twin, Dan." Oh God! It's like, like, give me some freaking tots, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched a movie with him. He was like, he was in a, a Walt Disney. Kind of like a faux documentary, like the oh, like the story Mickey. before Mickey. Yeah, did you ever see that? 
Yeah, my girlfriend was talking about that movie, and I was like, oh, man, that sounds awful. She was like, yeah, I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, it was. we actually watched it when we were in San Francisco. It was just kind of on in the background. It's like, wait a minute, is that Napoleon Dynamite like in a <laughs> semi-serious role? Oh, he's got TB. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man, you should have told me you were in San Francisco. I totally would have gone to Kind of Funny Live. Uh, we totally could have split a hotel room. Well, we, we rented a – oh, man, I could tell you the this, this story offline. But we, did, we had a kind of a – we had a – a run-in with the guy we rented our house from. <laughs> oh, jeez. Actually, I'll just tell you now. What the hell? Um, we had this, like... Because, like, space there is just absolutely crazy expensive, right? Yes. So uh, everybody there is trying to rent out space. And it's it's not the biggest living space ever. We basically just got, like... Of course. Like, it was, like... The kitchen was a blend of the bathroom and the, like, TV room and the bedroom, kind of all in so one. So there's, like, a there's like a toilet next to the stove? Nice. Well, a door separated it, but that's about it. You shit at the same time. No I mean, way. It's kind of like Zelda, I guess. Just <laughs> do whatever you want, wherever you want. And yeah. so they had, they had like, any bathroom, just one of those fart fans. They just You run it when you, you're in the shower or whatever to get the smell out. And so... We were running the fan and it just pissed him off. And by and one time he came down 11 o'clock at night. He's like, I told you guys not to run this fan. And I don't want, and I'm like, I've never experienced anything quite like this. This guy is yelling at my wife and she apologized six times. And I'm like, dude, we heard you like back off. So it was, oh, it was, prick. it was kind of weird. He was like one of those, he was being polite for the first couple of days and then something kind of like, tipped us off like there's something up with this dude and sure enough like later on that day he just completely lost it on us we're like I know okay his problem he's paying he's paying to live in san francisco that's his problem <laughs> it is ridiculous i cannot believe like i just don't understand how how uh how you live there but nine hundred dollars i, I want free everything for one room yeah fucking christ well we 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 got a pretty decent rate it was like a hundred bucks a night which we we're totally happy with um mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that was that was San Francisco. It was good times. Okay, cool. I apologize to any listener who's offended by my cursing. That's just who I am as a person. <laughs> well, they were probably here when Kaylee Woomer was on, and so you're you're nowhere near her. Like, oh man, really? Account. Oh yeah, the F bombs are just episode. like. <laughs> yeah, they're, the bombs are dropping. Man, I wanna I wanna ask you about something else too because I experienced this when I was at Comic Con, um, previewing some of the games and just like getting a chance to play some of them, especially with something that's story based. Like, do you? ever get a sense of like i don't want to ruin this game like I, like the the first time that you play it is in an environment that's so different than how you normally play games um does it have impact impact how you receive it um and does it change do you think it'll change how you play the game when you finally get it in your house there's there's a there's a there's a huge impact when playing it at a show floor where your demo time is limited and stuff yeah you're on and the clock Exactly. You're on the clock, man. You gotta move it. Move it along. Take a snappy, bro. You got and rolling. Keep it rolling like some. Hop, like hop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Link sounds way younger in this game. It's it's interesting. Like huh. he actually, yeah. Like his he doesn't. They don't have like the same voice actor from Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess and Smash Bros. They have like this this newish guy who's. Who sounds? Who doesn't sound like young Link, but he doesn't sound like old Link. He's like in the middle. His there. voice is like cracking. He's like this <laughs> prepubescent <laughs> Link. <laughs> Spin attack. <laughs> You're learning how to cook and clean your face with acne medicine. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. 
seriously. The Breath of the Wild is your like newly found like deep like body odor that's just swimming yes. up your underarms. And it's That's like, awesome. this is Old Spice, Breath of the Wild. I'm Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what, what were we talking about? I don't Some, even know. I was talking uh, about a preview game. Does it impact, yeah. like, okay. I so. never really worry about the spoilers too much. It's just okay. like, um, just I trust that the company knows not to spoil their own game when sure. they want, when if, when they don't want to. So I just, I just do that and I just say, all right. Show me your game. I, I'm even trying to remember what games I even played on the show floor. Yeah. Like, I tried playing Deus Ex at this uh, Alienware booth. Nice. There was, but the the demo was so laggy. Oh so man, there's something wrong with that demo station. It was on PC, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like I move my mouse and then it moves like two seconds later. Why though? And this 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 game was running on three Nvidia Titans. Alien and it was thirty frames per second. And I'm just what? This wasn't even on Mac settings for one. Mm. Something's wrong with this this demo. What security? Anyone needs they need to escort this PC out. It's drunk. (laughs) That game's coming out soon too, isn't it? Do you think that it's ready? It should be ready, right? Like I'm pretty sure it is. I just got a faulty demo station. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, because you think, think you hear something more about that. Like, uh uh-huh, yeah. And there was nobody at that demo. That there was like next to nobody at that early Alienware station. So that franchise is very underappreciated. I think it's like critically acclaimed for the people who play it, but it, I don't know that it's ever really reached like a huge, huge audience, which is strange. I think this one will for some. Do you uh, think so? Oh yes. Like uh, ex- like um, what's it called? Deus Ex: Human Revolution came out like uh. First of all, it came out like ten years after the first game, or mm-hmm. longer than that. So that that was that was interesting how they decided. Oh, hey, let's bring back this franchise, guys, make it a prequel and stuff. But yeah, and uh, it came out the year of Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> what? What else? Twenty eleven was like a really big year too. Gears of War three also came out. Mm-hmm. So it was, was Uncharted three that year as well. Yes, it was. Nice. So. But even then, Deus Ex came out like one of the Arkham's that year too. August, I think. maybe City. And it was Arkham City, yeah. Yeah, that was a really big year. Uh, but Damn, even then, that Deus was Ex, awesome. Yeah, but even <laughs> then, that game Deus Ex came out like in September when no other game came out. So I don't know. Yeah, That's it is kind so of weird. appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I know there's like the fans of it are are totally into. It. I'd like to see that thing completely blow up. I'm working I, on. Yeah, I'm working on finishing the game right now because I still haven't finished it. And it's like I know the guy who plays Adam Jensen, so it's like I gotta make him proud, you know. Is that Elias Tufexis? <laughs> yes. How do you? Know? He's Canadian, though, isn't he? He's living in Montreal. He's now he's living in L.A. now. Oh, is he? Okay, he's yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's got quite a, a big deal. Yeah, he's got to live where the work is. He's on two. He's on a Sci-Fi Channel show that's re, that's as big as as bigger than uh, Battlestar Galactica: The Expanse. So Damn. he's got to be there. And yeah, I know him because of Sack Anime. Like I met him there, and so. So yeah, that's how we what know each cool other. What a cool dude, man! That guy is awesome. He is so cool. Um, I want to ask you before we before we wrap things up. Uh, Damn, how long's I, it been? Has it already been an hour? We, well, we're we're coming up on it. <laughs> I unfortunately have to go to a wedding. Ugh, I can't uh, believe it. I'd rather talk weddings. about video games all the, all day. And even just like text messaging my friends, like, so what are we doing between like the ceremony and the reception? Like, anybody up for Overwatch? Because like that would be. The best you get, like y'all are fucking five nerds. people. It's <laughs> like we're all dressed up in suits, but playing some over. Well, I just got it from the library, which I, I talked about at the beginning yeah. of the show. But 
Um, yeah, we'll probably wrap things up, but I want to, I'm going to try and swing this into a positive, but I want to ask you about like, did you have any regrets or things like, oh shoot, I should have done this instead of this, or I should have done it, should have done E3 maybe a little differently. Like, is there anything like that that, that comes to mind or you, you were pretty, this was perfect. <laughs> well, this was not, this was far from perfect. Totally, sure. I'll tell you that much. Like my only regrets come from the games I did not play. Like, um, like I said, didn't play Mafia 3. Really yeah. wanted. I didn't play Recore, which I wanted to play because you know, hello, Metroid Prime developers are in it. Why wouldn't I play it? You, Bobby knows how much I love it. He is getting gets annoyed by it. And um, Sea of Thieves, I also didn't get to play. There was a lot of games on the Xbox booth I wanted to play and I didn't get to oh, play. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Cuphead is also another one. That, that reminds me, actually, how are you feeling about like this new thing that's coming out of E3 with PC Xbox kind of blurring together? Like it. I'm not mad about it. There's a lot of hatred about it. Like, where are you at with I'm this? I'm not thing? mad about it either. But yeah. if they want it to work, they got to fix their damn optimization on the PC end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, what good is it if it's if you, your game can't run that well? Like, uh, Quantum Break, Cures of War, Ultimate Edition. It's like, where's the... where's the, Phil, get, Phil, give us the optimization. Come on, Phil. <laughs> Phil, what are you... Phil, if you're listening, come on. <laughs> let's let's go with this thing let's go with the, the optimization please oh that yeah it's like i wonder if if I, I just wonder on a technical level like how that works is is windows somewhat emulating it or is it a different game because i think I would playstation it's, a it's game. yeah well you think it would be and maybe that's what's causing some of the issues well it's like they got it i feel like you just if you're, if you're focusing on the the too much on the Xbox One version. The, the the Windows 10 version needs care too, guys. Like that's yeah. cool when you buy it digitally. You get the Windows 10 version for free, but it's also like some people just want the Windows 10 version. Phil, mm. come on, Phil. Does it go the other Windows. way? Do you know if you buy the Windows 10, does it? Go, do you get it on your Xbox as well? I, I don't think so. Uh, I feel like it should go that way. But equal rights. Come uh, on, equal rights, like man. <laughs> So okay, on the right the- side, you could just buy the Xbox One version and like give the Xbox One version to a friend or sell it to a friend I at suppose, a yeah, that's quote true. unquote discounted price. But you know, yeah, that's that's a funny way. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not sure why they wouldn't just do it. You're, they're kind of forcing you to one store, I guess, and then it, mm-hmm. it serves in two places. Okay, yeah. other than Zelda, favorite part? Like you're walking in, was it that moment where you're like, I'm at E3? What was the best? Best part of the whole experience. Well, you just took out my answer. I know, but you so. can't do Zelda. We already talked about it for 20 minutes. Oh, man, but it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the moment I was, I was at E3, it was, uh, it was when I went into the, I think it was the West Hall. Because um, the West Hall is much bigger than the South Hall, even though the South Hall has... You know, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft. Like, West Hall, they just blow it out of the water with... Yeah. Uh, Square, Enix, uh, Ubisoft. That was just like, oh, snap, dude. I'm I'm at the show floor. Like, Ubisoft's booth is ginormous. And they got that stage in the center where people play Just Dance 2K17. And <laughs> Who needs to just, get more sweaty at E3? Right? <laughs> but those are like, I think those are for like the hired dancers. But I, don't know, oh, I think there was sure. a time at the end of the show where... Um, where everyone could just go up on that stage and just dance, do whatever the hell they want. Okay, also, wh- why during the press conference, why did they have to say it was on the NX? <laughs> it was on the I tip of my tongue. It. That question was on the tip of my tongue. 
I I understand you're not too too pleased about this. Is this not, not the strangest pleased. announcement I'm just, ever? I'm just strained. I'm just weirded out. I'm yeah. just like, okay. And it's Why? for the NX. Do you think that they were expecting Nintendo to announce something before? Like maybe they were expecting to say it's for the Nintendo and then actually the name? Or um, like I don't I feel know. like they could have I feel like they should have gotten the news ahead of time that oh hey Nintendo's <laughs> they they had a month, they announced it a month and a half in advance that they weren't going to announce X so it's like all they had to do was write it out I would think how expensive is it to just take that out of the cue card and not have Aisha it oh man I well I can't wait for South Park that is just going to be I'm telling like people on the street you need to pay attention because South Park is coming out in December that is which is way sooner South than I thought. Oh. Spare change? No. South Park. <laughs> actually, but whole. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you, man, for, for coming back. And this is, you're the first official repeat on We the Gamer cast. We've had people yes. come back for, as part of a group, mm-hmm. you have a high honor as being the first episode with a number two next to your name. Yes. Hashtag two. two. Hashtag, Hashtag two, Joey two. Ferris. Thank you, man. This is awesome. Thank you. I just yelled out Joey Ferris number two, and then we're just going to keep things rolling because I have to paint. Thank you to Joey for taking some time, telling us about E3. I cannot wait for Zelda. Like, are you kidding me? Just, oh man, just give this thing to me. That sounded dirty. Special shout out to Antonio Guillen, the Stapletons. Josh, we're going to get you on the show. Gabe Carey, Neighbor Matt, Tim Router, Fiona McKinnon, Nikki Powell, the Lipstick Nerds, Gary Gray, Daniel Crowder... Tim Nestor, Justin Masson, Zach Erickson, and Jesse Waldeck from the Nintendo Dad, Steve Tilly, my friend from Reviews on the Run, Noah Todd, Greg Kozlowski, you gotta start your podcast, my friend, Kaylee Woomer, Zyger, Josh and James from the Life of Gaming Podcast, Joey Ferris, of course, I just said your name, PJ Biddle, gotta get you back on the show, my friend, Arctic Sloth from the PlayStation Report, Ray and Lee and Rebecca from the Nerd Overdrive, my boy Bobby, that I do If We Ran Nintendo with, Toby, Allen, and Holly from Geekcast. Brock from Brock D. McLaughlin. Sorry, man. You sent me a whole bunch of games that I have not had a chance to review for you. I am so sorry, but let's keep in touch. My Canadian brother. And lastly, of course, Seamus. The man with the golden voice. And the lovely accent. And the handsome face. It's my boy, Seamus. Um, Joey's on the internet. You can find him at Joey... What the heck is his name? Ferris Wheel Productions. Sorry, Joey. Ferris Wheel Productions. Everywhere, just Google them. All sorts of crazy stuff comes up. Thank you guys so much for being here. I really appreciate that you're listening, even though we came a little late on this Monday, but it's still a Monday. And when we look back in a month, it's still going to line up real nice, where every day, you know, every seven days, there's a new episode for you. Special thanks to Antonio Guillen for producing the show, for helping me with thumbnails and all this extra effort. He is just the man. We're really kicking things off. I'm very appreciative of that. I'm also appreciative of We The Nerdy. They host the show, so be sure to go there. For video game reviews and opinion pieces, there's a lovely review by a... What's this gentleman's name? Sean Capri. He wrote a review on Pac-Man 256. It's that mobile game that you've all been playing on your on your phones. It's now on consoles, and he played it on the on the Xbox One. And it looks like it's pretty good, so give that review a read at wethenerdy.com. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe to Nerdflix and Chill. It's a movie podcast that I do. It's probably the most expensive podcast that I'm a part of. I watch a new movie every week 
with my good friend Gary Taru I've known for decades. Gary and I get to hang out. We have sweet hangs every week. We watch a new movie. We watch an old movie. Uh, this past Friday, we reviewed Finding Dory and The Hunt for Red October. This week, we're going to watch Independence Day and Feel the Dreams. My God, how am I paying for all of this stuff? <laughs> i got to take my, my bottles and cans in to pay for uh, my own entertainment to then make create more entertainment. It's like a circle of life of entertainment all by Elton John. You can also find me on If We Ran Nintendo with Bobby the Nintendo Guru on iTunes and SoundCloud and, of course, on YouTube.com slash Nintendo Guru. Otherwise, this is episode 39 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week promptly. No, I won't. Pause right there. Next week is the 4th of July. It's also Canada Day this coming uh, Friday. I will be camping in the woods of Canada. I will not be recording an episode for next Monday. So enjoy your week off. I'm sorry this was late. I'm sorry I'm missing next week. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go Canada and enjoy your freedom, everybody. This has been episode 39. It's now your ears. We'll see you next time in two weeks. Now it's time for Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!